Don Sajak here with breaking news. Late into the night, with nothing noteworthy on the forecast, a huge storm has appeared out of nowhere, along with low-grade tremors all along the Forgotten Coast. It's not safe for my crew and I to go to the island, but I am told there has been widespread property damage and major flash flooding. Even here on 98, the waves are crashing up onto the road and showing no signs of backing down. Sheriff Donnie Terrence, currently working with a skeleton crew, has called in the Coast Guard, who are working to try and evacuate the area. But with such little notice, things are not looking good. Our meteorologists are trying to figure out what exactly is happening, but the cloud formations are unlike anything they have ever seen. Some witnesses have reported members of the Heralds of the Sky song, a local wellness group, walking out into the bay in jubilation. Others have reported activity on Little St. Anne with flashing lights and strange sounds. Gullicochka, I know the urge can be strong to get out there and try to make sense of what is happening here, but I have to implore you to stay indoors. If you have a safe way to evacuate the city and drive north, please do so. Otherwise, stay inside, hope for the best, and trust the professionals are out there fighting tooth and nail to keep you safe. In the past six months, we have had fires at the lighthouse, the paper mill, and just earlier today, the Duncan County dump. We've had an unexplained outbreak of some horrible disease. Shark attacks are on the rise in a terrifying way. This is the second time a destructive storm has appeared out of clear skies. There are many who believe that the Garden of Eden was here on the Panhandle. Our national park is called Tate's Hell. Whether these recent happenings are the acts of God or the devil, I know one thing. Gullicochicans are resilient. They are stubborn and steadfast. This storm may devastate us, but we will weather it and anything else that comes after. My name is Don Sajak, and it is my honor to stick by you, live and in the thick of it, whatever may come. Stay tuned, Gullicochica. she gave it to you yeah did you uh, first of all loretta would be very proud of you i want you to know that but second of all did you check it for like an explosive or anything like that uh, it explodes i haven't uh, i haven't <laughs> had that much uh time to think about anything but it feels right we should talk we should get out of here first um oh yeah definitely uh there's still a body to that thing i just threw uh that's like under <laughs> us we should go. You you throwing that um, uh, detritus shark head away gave me an idea. Do you think you could take the anchor of this boat and wrap it around that ring and we could try to take it with us? Uh, the time is of the essence. If we can collect these rings um, and move them to a secure location, we could thwart the end of the world, I think, for Gullicochka at least. Does that sound like a plan? I had a chalkboard presentation ready, but we have not had time to look at it. Do you have a plan if this ring doesn't move and it breaks the boat? Yes, I can create a tear to the retreat if that is the case. Okay, cool. Well, here we go. Uh, Ray goes down and finds an anchor. (laughs) 
<laughs> no further questions. <laughs> Ray Ray and I are at full power right now. We're feeling good about ourselves. Um, how big is this ring? I don't know if you've said it already, like circumference-wise, diameter, radius, all that fun math. So, okay, so first of all, remember with the one in the basement of the cement factory, it was essentially the image of a doorway etched mm-hmm. into a flat wall. So, like, when this thing isn't active, it's just a flat stone, di- like, floating platform in the water. Um, but the hole now is probably about 12 feet in diameter. Uh, and then the platform is big enough to walk along, uh, okay. probably about five feet in diameter. So altogether, it's about 15, 20 feet. I'm imagining like a hollow helipad. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. Uh, okay, so Ray Ray, you dive underwater to grab the anchor. Um, and I think at this point you see, um, you know, you chucked that shark head a pretty good distance, but you do see parts of its body begin to reform here in the water. But yeah, you can get the anchor, no problem. Oh, he's underwater seeing the shark, right? We can't see it from the top. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, so I'll grab the anchor. I'll go back up top. Okay. And I will try to loop it. And hook it around this stone circle. Are you putting it inside the portal? I don't know. Like, am I? Yeah, I feel like it's a circle and I'm trying to hook it around. And this is also genuinely Ray. (laughs) Like his thought process is just holding this anchor, looking at the portal, just like, uh, I guess I'm just going to... Uh, toss it in here and try to hook it. Um. Okay. So you're. So you are tossing it into the portal. Oh, now that just feels bad. Well, no, even if it's no, in there, no. we can still drag it. You <laughs> know, if it's hooked know. on something in the portal, we can still pull it. <laughs> yeah. So can something else. <laughs> <laughs> Calliope's just talking and gets rocked in the head by an anchor. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> uh yeah, okay. So you throw I was just I was honestly just checking to see how to narrate this thing, but Yeah, I I'll be honest, when I started this plan, when I was informed of it, I forgot the fact that it was still an active portal. It is. <laughs> and I imagined it was just a stone ring that I could wrap something around, and I forgot that, oh, no, I'm just throwing this anchor into this portal. Works either way. You throw this anchor into the portal, and it hooks, and the line, right? That's the thing. The chain, the line, becomes taut. So you begin to just try and tow this stone platform? Kick it into high gear, Sarah. No, you got to ease it. Otherwise, you just flood the engine. Uh, either way, and... do it. I, I <laughs> okay. Don't, don't know anything about boats. Yeah, she's <laughs> right. Or if she's floors it, then the uh, 
Okay. It's kind right. of, no. okay. I'm just going right. to very uh, slowly. Ari, I, I don't know if you just skipped the <laughs> class where they taught you how to drive boats, but it, you would just flood the engine. and The motor. It, You're going to flood the wants. motor. Okay. We're about to get eaten by a shark. We need to hurry up here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to very carefully press on the gas. I think that the boat... Explodes. Explodes. (laughs) I think that the boat uh, is held fast as you try and pick up speed to um, to get this thing moving. And as you do this, everyone else is watching, you know, to see if there's any sign that it will budge. And you see the water uh, glow. And you see a pearlescent arm uh, reach its way out of the water and uh, Calliope uh, emerges with the disc floating behind her. (sighs) Guys, I told you I can't (laughs) let you mess with this. This is this is do or die for me. Hi, Calliope, it's me, Ari Green. We haven't spoken in a while. I know I look a little bit different. Um, I really like your outfit. With fuck the, your rough fuck With it. the rough. Nobody cares about your costume. Thank you, it's new. I appreciate it, Calliope. At least somebody here noticed. Um, <laughs> we are not... We're, uh, I know this is awkward and it looks bad, um, but we're just trying to move the location of Atlantis. And if you'd like to like help us, we could just do that. And then you could have your city and we could have our city. And maybe we could like play football against each other. I don't know what they do in the overgrown. Ari, you, you messed with this, with this portal. I can see that it's ruined. (laughs) And she would love that joke. <laughs> I mean, I'm right here. I, I can hear. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I can't. I can't let this happen. I mean, you can try to move it all day long. I mean, it's. I don't think that boat can move this platform, but I'm gonna have to like destroy you guys right now. You messed up my portal oh come on it doesn't need to go to that why would you give him back his gem and then destroy him you could have just destroyed him when he came inside the portal i i gave him his gem because it was the right thing to do all right that's that's enough that's enough talking (laughs) ray cuts the rope to the anchor it's a chain but ray rips the chain (laughs) to the anchor it it depends on the size of the boat typically oh my god typically (laughs) yank it (laughs) let's go either way the rope chain just is 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 severed and the boat uh zips off oh my god from the yeah with the start everybody everybody falls into the ocean (laughs) just kidding i'm Um, wearing my sea belt (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you thank you Though I can picture you with the life vest on right now with your rough and a life vest. You see the lights on the disc begin to glow and you see a flash of magic as she disappears in the distance behind you. So you are riding the police boat that you stole away from... (laughs) Fair. 
<laughs> Away from the final Atlantis portal that you were able to sabotage, uh, a sh- little showdown with the trash golem turned into a shark, which was super fun. Um, and now you are headed towards the island. Um, it's all three of you plus Merog in the boat. I would like everyone to be aware that um, Calliope is likely going to appear at the second portal as well. So if everyone could be prepared for that. <sighs> I see you have your sword and your shield and Ray Ray, I see you've brought your teeth and claws. That's good. <laughs> I, I don't really feel like Calliope's pulling too many of the strings here. Do if tell. I'm being quite honest. Elaborate. I mean, she gave me this back. Does it work? Uh, I mean, it's my family gym, and but you're also not a reptile or a creature, true. I so I can't I really. T- uh, I can catch a fish real quick if you'd like me to no, no, go through that. Maybe when we get to the other <laughs> island. That's a very good point. Um, who do you think is pulling the strings, so to speak? This thing she kept calling Omni seemed to really be pulling the strings, which I think you've mentioned before, Sarah. Um, But she had no problem giving me this back. And, I mean, in my mind, this, this makes me a lot stronger. So I think there's a little bigger picture to paint here than just Calliope. You should be sure that it hasn't been tampered with or anything before you attempt to use it again. I mean, I bit it, it seems. Yeah, maybe. Isn't that what you usually do with things like you, you bite it? It's... <laughs> don't don't bite it. It's a choking hazard, right? Don't choke That's on true. it. That's <laughs> true. She did, she did mention, I don't know if I properly conveyed this, but she did say I've made some changes to it. She said that to Ray. I don't I don't know what he would take from that, but yeah, I mean it might it might be good to look into, but I'm just I'm happy to have it back. Yeah, just keep it safe till we get back to the infirmary. Yeah. Sarah's thinking real hard right now. I see that. I can see the gears turning. <laughs> <laughs> I I just feel like there's more to this omni being than we think like i i feel like they're controlling i don't feel like it's just calliope if i'm not mistaken the omni is the vox populi the voice of the people of atlantis that's a big word ari nice that's that's what vox populi means Do you speak Atlantean? It's Latin, but... Um, it's Latin, yep. <laughs> uh, <coughs> we've all seen V for Vendetta. Um, Ari seen V for Vendetta yeah, wow, of all the movies. <laughs> of all the fucking movies. Rooster really likes it. He's kind of a neckbeard. Man, um, Natalie Portman. <laughs> what can't that lady do? Act. <laughs> Got him there, Rug. <laughs> Now, disrupting the Omni might be something that could help us going forward if the voices of Atlanteans are more scattered. Yeah, I mean, I think we have to. Who wants to jump into the portal and fight the Omni? Raise your hand. Uh. 
Is this a nose goes situation? Yeah, I'm touching my nose. The Yomni does have a physical manifestation, correct? Yeah, I saw them. We could potentially summon the Yomni using your family heirloom and perhaps trap them in the oubliette so that the consensus of the Atlanteans is disrupted. Nothing comes in or out of the oubliette. That might actually be a good plan, Ari. I've had one or two, thank you. (laughs) If you would have taken the time to look at my chalkboard before we left, this was figure eight. (laughs) I looked at your stupid chalkboard, don't fuss at me. Oh, look, we're here at the island. (laughs) (laughs) Push you off this boat onto the island. (laughs) As you approach the island, you hear... Through the rain, a soft but pleasant ringing. Does it sound familiar? It sounds pretty familiar. Do you remember last time we uh, fought against the siren? Which one? No, is that the one that had That was the uh... singing one. Oh, yeah. Remember when you forgot about a bunch of things and attacked me and tried to attack that photographer, detective, investigator? It was one of those. Anyway, unless you have something to stick in your ears, I suggest um, you let us tie you down. And Sarah, you may want to give me your firearm. Well, I don't love any of this. <laughs> Merog, are you familiar with sirens? Yeah, I mean, I've met one or two. Well, I think we're um, heading in the direction of one, so if that is going to be an issue for you, I suggest you find something to plug your ears with. Sarah, is there a... There's a loudspeaker on this ship, correct? I mean, there's probably, like, sirens. Get it? <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, sirens to combat the siren. Well, I suggest that one of you um, uses your phone to play a song through the loudspeaker so that we can kind of, you know, play over the siren song. You're so intelligent. God, I know it. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know about phone technology? You think this boat has Bluetooth? (laughs) There's not, like, paper towels or something on the boat that we could wad up and put our ears? (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Ray has already shoved a bunch of, like, tissue paper that he found under the wheel. Just a bunch of paper towels. He's just shoved them so far in his ears. (laughs) As you approach the island to the point where you can kind of see what's going on, you see the waves crashing angrily upon the shore, uh, higher perhaps than you've ever seen the waves crash up on one of these islands, um, to the point where the site where the portal is, Uh, is actually underwater at this point. Um, You see a few figures you can't quite make out without, uh, you know, beaching and getting up to it. But uh, you also can definitely see that the other police boat uh, has been parked here near the shore of this island, of little little St. Anne Island. Just wondering where the other boat was that that checks out. Ian's really getting a kick out of uh, returning to the beginning of the series here. <laughs> I just put in my my new pair of AirPods. 
my fresh new AirPods. I'm going to blast something. It's raining really hard. So I'm sorry for your AirPods, but what are you listening to? I don't know. Running up that hill. I was literally thinking that. <laughs> Get them to swap our pieces. I was thinking, like, pink. Pink? <laughs> Did you just you say pink? Me? Yes. I uh, said pink. Na 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 na. I'm gonna start a fight. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that's the worst one. You, you picked, you picked, as the biggest, as one of the biggest pink fans on this podcast, you picked the worst pink song. Who yeah. is one of the biggest pink fans on this podcast? Me. <laughs> Ryan is. He's I think you're the only pink fan on this podcast. I like pink. I fucking, ad- I fucking adore pink. I'm coming up, so you better get this party started as a fucking bop, man. Yep. Yep, that's it's the only it. one of her Cannon. songs I know, but that's what I'm listening bop. to now. <laughs> I mean, just like a pill, you in your hand. Just, okay, just okay, 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 okay. <laughs> it's pink all the way down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the siren looks like pink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm doomed. God. Yeah, Ryan's doomed. <laughs> Um, does anyone have a course of action they would like to take, or would you like me to take the lead here? I already shoved a bunch of paper towels in my ear holes, ear flaps, so... I'm going to try to look through this rain uh, and waves to see what dangers lie before us in the... in what's left of the island. Why don't you read a bad situation? Awesome. I'd love to. Five on the dice, plus two... Is a seven. That's going to be hold one. Are there any dangers that we haven't noticed? Yes, I'm going to give you a few things here. You see there is someone that looks pretty human standing on the edge of the portal out in the water. Um, A pretty human or they look fairly human? (laughs) No, no, that's a fair (laughs) question with the siren. They look decently human or like a decent human? (laughs) (laughs) they look it's a humanoid it's a person okay two legs two arms etc etc right exactly there seem to be some other things moving around in the water although it's not totally clear what those things might be um the other thing i will give you is that you see calliope kind of floating with the disc you see the lights of the three remaining gems on the disc uh glowing to make different effects happen and you get the sense that she's kind of like manipulating things or or making something happen kind of closer to the tree line uh but then she looks and sees your boat approaching and um the disc spins again and she teleports away at once again it's like trying to catch a fucking abra that's not in character <laughs> it's like trying to catch a slippery fish a fish don't teleport <laughs> she's a fish uh, you've been playing the game boy i gave you that's good <laughs> uh so there's still a humanoid but no calliope correct Yes, but she seemed to have created something off in the woods. You can see, you can hear that music coming off, coming out from that direction. Um, should we roll initiative or? <laughs> um, yeah, roll for initiative. Slash, t- <laughs> tell me what you do. What do you do? I got a four. 
<laughs> Imagine if we just started playing D and D rules right now with nothing, with no explanation. <laughs> yep, but just for this episode, and that's it. <laughs> uh, there still is some land that we can dock. Correct. Yeah, there's no dock. You're you're just kind yeah, yeah. of beaching the boat, and you'll have to like push it out into shore. That's fine. We got uh, a yes. boy. All right. Well, um, whoever. I don't think anyone was driving the boat while we were having that conversation. So I mean, Sarah, I guess, was driving the boat. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just kind of letting fate drive us. Yes, I'm gonna dock the boat. Yeah, I mean, Ray will hop out and help tie it off and anchor and everything. Well, the anchor you lost, you cut yeah. off the boat. Yeah. That's an easy job, then. That's... I'm going to ram this boat into the beach so that it just anchors itself. That's not how that works. That's not a good thing to do. I don't know I'm if you've ever done that. I'm going the beach. <laughs> We're getting off the boat. We get out of the boat. <laughs> uh, if you would like to go take care of whatever it is she has manifested in the forest, um, Merag and I can... Try to disrupt the portal. Can you say that slower? Sarah's gonna what could go wrong. Bye bye. <laughs> Katie, Sarah just runs past you guys. <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? I'm gonna attack this thing. Which threat are you running towards? Wait, what's the other <laughs> threat? I just <laughs> I just heard the humanoid. This is the island that doesn't have any structures on it whatsoever. Yeah, there's just the forested patch in the center of the island. Um, it's a very long, thin barrier island. You have just uh, beached your boat off to your left, but back in the water um, because of how high the waves are getting. Uh, you can see the glowing colors of the light of the portal coming up through the water, and you see some figure standing on that stone, uh, mm-hmm. that stone uh, edge of the of the portal, uh, in also in the water. Ari, you and Marog go take care of the portal, and Ray and I will take care of whatever this is in the forest. Wonderful. Um, just if when you're done, meet me there, and if we're done first, we'll meet you in the forest. Oh my god, okay. This isn't, like, Six Flags. I, I will find you. Okay, the island, while you're talking about it, the island sinks into the ocean. <laughs> I have no idea what any of y'all are saying. Which way do you want me to go? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, aren't all of your ears plugged? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm signaling. I'm doing football signals with my hands. <laughs> We're going to run it. that way. I love it. Uh, Marog, I think, hearing this plan, grabs Ari and grows into a size where... Ari's just kind of riding on her shoulder as she walks effortlessly through the water towards this portal. Who do you want to go to first? The funny ones? Who are the funny ones? Not me and Merog. You think, you think, you think Ray and, and me? Tweedledee and Tweedledum are the funny ones? Well, you're both laughing a lot, so... That is also kind of the point of those characters. Those yes. specific characters you pulled out of the the ether is to be the funny ones. That's why their names are Tweedledee, Tweedledum. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Let's go with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> Perfect. Sarah, you run through the woods, Ray Ray uh, coming up behind you, and you crash through kind of the first 
layer of brush and you see that forming and the source of this of this singing that you can uh, perhaps not hear, but, uh, you know, just for the audience sake, the source of this singing is this mound. You can see chunks of this like sludgy mixture coming up into this pillar and at the top of it is a face that seems to be singing um and the face sort of splits and comes back together and uh, stretches and distorts and you see something totally different from ray uh sarah you see the face of Brittany. And Ray, you see the face of Gale. There's a few other of these shambling, forming, shapeless figures that are like roughly human size. And they begin to, uh, without fully uh, forming into a humanoid figure, they start to walk towards you. Well, uh, ain't, ain't nothing good about that. Man. So from the description, it does, it's, it's not ob- it's pretty obvious that that is not Brittany and yeah, Gale. Right? It was just their face. It's at times is a convincing human face and at other times it's this barely fully formed uh it it reminds you very much of when the siren was melting. It's just happening in reverse. Yeah, it's in this like but it's in this oh, like okay. big mound. Right? So it doesn't like look like just them standing there it's just their face it's just the face that's popping up right the other two figures are not they're also forming but they're not prior like if this is a mass of these microbots that make up all of the atlantis magic the the two other ones aren't prioritizing creating a beautiful face they're prioritizing uh growing their limbs so they can punch you with trash limbs ah I'm going to stab it. Just the one closest to you? Yeah. Um, and you have your your phones in, right? Yes, I have my AirPods in. I'm going to turn pink up. I'm going to turn her all the way up. Kick some ass. It's an eight. Uh, okay, so you're going to do harm to one another. Um, cool, so you do two harm to this uh, kind of mini golem. Uh, but it's going to do two harm right back to you as you kind of get clubbed by this. It's like getting hit by a thick pillar of mud. Uh-oh. Uh, you can reduce that harm by one with your shield if you... Yeah. Shlink. I'm going to spin my what could go wrong hold and inflict an additional harm. Nice. On this mound. Sounds good. So Sarah parlays with this thing. Ray, what do you do? There's another one of the mini golems, and then also the siren is forming behind them. I guess I'll just go bit by bit. I'll try to knock out one of these mini golems real quick. Love it. Kick some ass. Mm -hmm. Consider that ass touched, (laughs) but not but not kicked. Oh, it's it's poked. Solid seven. (laughs) You're going to take two harm right back. I have to heal it. Wow. <laughs> because I forgot how bad off I was going to this other portal. <laughs> uh, 
And here we go. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> that could have been real bad. That's a 10. Okay. Yeah. So I was taking two harm. Two minus one from your armor. So I heal two. Love it. I don't want you to die. I just don't want you to feel like everything is super easy. Oh, <laughs> I have uh, I, I have one luck left, so nothing is easy. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair nothing. enough. And I think that at this point, the siren sort of like, like the mud that's forming into the siren sort of uh, turns from just this like uh, amorphous pillar with a face. And it now fully like forms into more of a shapely figure with these slender arms and long pointy claws um, at the end of them. Uh, but with that, we'll go check in with the former FAE agents, perhaps. And Tweedle tall and Tweedle gay. <laughs> which yeah, one's gay. tall and which one's gay? <laughs> you know, like, jury's out. Yeah, right. So Merog begins to shrink as she approaches the... Actually, no, I don't think she would. I think she is more comfortable out in the water than stepping up onto the smaller platform of the portal uh, but she lets you down onto it you see uh, absolutely now that the figure standing on this portal is uh, none other than jill pale and marog says <clears throat> agent pale i did not expect to see you here oh good you two already know each other i was about to make introductions <clears throat> you're too late ari yeah, no. It's unfortunate, really. Are you here to stop us? Why didn't you leave with Calliope? Are you working with Calliope? Are you working for Goodfellow? I have a lot of questions. Would, do, you, do you have time to answer questions, or are you going to try to fight us? If you need me to answer your questions, then you're not as smart as I thought you were. Oh, well, actually, I guess that was kind of a compliment. And then a little bit of an insult. Even if you can beat me here, Ari, good fellow's already won. Everything you do, you're just playing right into his hand. And she cocks her gun. I want to cut a tear between us. Okay. Where to? I guess that depends on what I roll, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Like, as she cocks her gun, I'm going to unsheathe my katana and just slice up in front of me between her and I and try to create this tear. Roll plus weird. Uh, that is 10 on the dice plus two. I would like to open a tear into Jack's living room where her mother is and Jack. <laughs> oh, wow. Tell on her. Tell on Exactly. Her. <laughs> Fucking tattletale. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happens. Um, you tear this uh, diamond-shaped rip in the air in front of you, and um, I think it's like sizzle is the wrong word, probably, but it it definitely is like distorted by the rain hitting it, like um, almost like reality itself here doesn't know how to behave like the overgrown physics of rain and gravity hitting this. Like it's just not compatible, but the water is 
in some ways making its way into the living room of of Jack. So I think that him and his mother kind of um, turn. You see this like um, picturesque fairy tale uh, living room of a grandma kind of wrapped in a blanket and rocking in a rocking chair by the fire. (laughs) Jack looks through this tear at his sister uh, holding a gun essentially toward him. And he says, what, Jill, what, what are you, what are you doing out there? Jack, I have found your sister. It's good to see you again. Sorry, it's been so long. Oh, oh shit. It's you again. Hello. A cane, a cane bonks him on the head as he says a curse word in front of his mother. But she, she's too old to speak, I think. That's sad. I think you described her as like the oldest woman ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably because I didn't want to speak as her. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ari, what 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 is this? Oh, your sister's trying to kill me, and I figured that um instead of dying I would try to return her to you and your mother. Ari, leave them out of this. Oh, this tear's gonna stay open this whole time, so unless you want your mother to watch you murder me, that's um that's up to you. Or you could step through the tear and we could just forget about all of this. She makes a sideways glance uh, her mother's direction without turning her head and then looks back at you and says, You must think I'm more sentimental than I am. It was a shot in the dark. Bang, bang. And then she shoots you. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Roll act under pressure. Okay. Uh, This is a gun, so I'm going to guess it's regular act under pressure. No, uh, you roll plus weird. Okay, that sounds fun. Uh, seven on the dice plus two is nine. Um, okay, so Jack. Oh no! Says Jill. Jill, what are you doing? And then jumps out through oh, the tear yeah. to take the bullet for you, Ari. Your hard choice is you can save him and take the bullet, or. Uh, you can let him get shot. The, um, That's rough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you wanna, uh, do you want to die or do you want to kill no, the world's I want her, beloved candle boy? <laughs> no, I want her to have to shoot her brother and deal with those uh, emotional consequences. Wow. Okay. Um, this is is that not the right answer? No, this is... This I don't is, care what you it, do. This is, this is probably the most proud I've been to Vari. It's Ari being the Ari that he... He should be just nice. Hell yeah. Make a killer brother. So her magic glowing bullet, uh, sinks its way into Jack's chest and he falls to the rocky edge of the portal. And, uh, I mean, he is, he is chronicled, but we still don't know exactly how chronicled works. And there are definitely some chronicled more powerful or resilient than others. Um, and he kind of slumps off to the side. He's like teetering on the edge to where he might fall through the portal into uh, Atlantis. But yeah, I think that Jill looks pretty shocked and horrified. She kneels down to her brother um, or jumps towards him anyway. Uh, but I think we're going to go to the other two. Okay. Because that's a fun cliffhanger. Yeah, literally. Thank you.
You see, looking up from the ground, blood red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. Dejan! <laughs> Dejan! Help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I want to help. I always had good two, intention. I one. do not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die. Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is Ian here. I am so glad you're listening. Thank you very much for listening to our show. I have an important announcement. We are doing two weeks in a row, so next Monday we are releasing the third installment of our Halloween special uh, that has been a story, uh, three Halloweens in the making now. This will be the uh, the big conclusion. So if you need a refresher or if you haven't already listened, uh, go back and listen to the first two Scared Shrimpless uh, in preparation. I think we did something really fun and unique with this, so I'm excited to see how it all concludes. That being said, I'm going to take a week off the following week because I think three weeks in a row is just too much for me to uh, make happen. Um, so we'll be back uh, on our biweekly schedule on November 14th. So we're kind of switching what our off week is. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple more schedule changes before the end of the year, just because the holidays get kind of weird for us sometimes. Um, but I'm going to work my hardest, I promise to keep us as on schedule as possible. I want to thank our new patrons, Bryce and Andrew. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, welcome. I hope you're enjoying all of our fun bonus content. We just released a lighthouse-themed actual play of Wikis by Larry Asmuth that was so, so fun to play. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at Shrimp and Crits. S-H-R-I-M-P-A-N-D-C-R-I-T-S. No underscores, no uh, punctuation or anything like that. Uh, if you haven't already, rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. I'll keep this short. Bye-bye now. Okay, Sarah and Ray, what do you do? You're dueling these mini golems. Uh, the siren has more or less formed behind them. That thing's a whole lot uglier than uh, last time. <laughs> I There's no way I could investigate a mystery right now, could I? Like, logistically speaking. Because I can't even yell at Ray Ray to distract them because he can't hear me. <laughs> We can look at each other. You actually, you can't read my lips probably very well. Because... <laughs> You're a fucking gator. <laughs> I think that you could, if you wanted to do some kind of <laughs> studying here, I you give me an act under pressure 
if you want to like maybe use your shield to like play just okay. purely play defensively while you look around for monster clues. That is a seven. I'll say that you're going to take one harm, ignore armor, but you're able to get a good look at whatever you're trying to look at here. Okay. Yeah, I just want to try to find a weak point here, basically. Um, In the mini golems or the um, or the siren? What did we do? All we did to the siren was just murder her, right? <laughs> we just murdered her. <laughs> the only thing we did was murder her. Uh, its weakness in that arc was to not be able to hear it, to plug your ears, which you've already done. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. But if you want to find a weak point for the, for the sake of your, your precise strike move. Yeah, probably for the golems more specifically. Uh, sure, yeah, then uh, roll Investigate a Mystery. Well, I didn't learn anything, anything whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I can always help out. How? Maybe Ray is distracting him. He gets my memo. My, my, <laughs> my memo. Yeah, Ray, as you fight this other golem, you see Sarah kind of just, she's got like, she's got her shield instead of strapped to her arm. She's got it just like in two hands and she's just pure you can tell she's just purely keeping this thing off of her so yeah if you could try and buy her a minute here it would help her out no i'm just distracted like yeah i can toss stella so like not leaving the combat with the one you're currently fighting but just kind of making a pot shot yeah okay i like it roll cool help out well today Miss Sarah is your lucky day because that is boxcars. So you got a 12. Hey. <laughs> wow. So I get two questions instead of one. Yeah, hold two. Okay, what can hurt it? Uh, so these mini golems follow the same, they have the same composition as the regular trash golems, they're just smaller. Um, there may be less trash and more just pure hardened mud. But as you are blocking its strikes with your shield, um, you notice parts of it fall off onto the ground and they immediately uh, just turn into dirt. So you get the sense that if you separate any part of it from the main body, it will not regenerate. Like, if this thing is less a body in the sense of a human body, it's more um, a mass of tiny little things. So if you separate a large chunk of the things off, it will take it longer to recoup. So whether that's severing a limb or striking it from the center and, like, just kind of, like, instead of slashing, like, striking it through like impaling it and then just like ripping your sword out of it in an uh you know like in a damaging way that that's how you're gonna do a little bit of extra damage that's how you can utilize your precise strike here okay what is being concealed here just in case what is being concealed here um if anything i think you see stella that ray 
chucked over at you actually is sticking through uh through this thing and glowing and you can tell it's like really irritating the golem and it kind of backs up for a second and you get a minute to look at the siren which um which is coming towards you uh now and you can see its face it's hard to describe this effect but it's like doing that thing that i said earlier where it's like stretching and like distorting and you see uh you see Brittany, and then for a second you see you see it turn slightly toward toward ray and you see if this thing is like presenting itself to you via all of these tiny little robots inside of its mud face <laughs> it's it's using aspect perception to uh present essentially two different images to the two different people looking at it um and you see its face warp in this way again and for a split second you see it present as uh, as seeb mm. so that's what's being concealed here this thing doesn't only affect people attracted to women anymore oh perhaps so you said if i stab it in the center and like like can i slice it you can slice it like basically the more of it you can separate from it okay like think about if you like had um hmm like a melted fudge sickle if you had a sandwich i'd be real mad if i had a melted <laughs> fudge sickle well, you know how a melty fudge sickle is still kind of split in the middle but it it like is like oozing out of itself yeah you know if you like slashed it with your spoon it would cause a little slash mark but then it would like return to some like it would continue to to ooze into its natural state but if you stabbed your spoon into the middle of it and then ripped your spoon out a different way it would completely change the shape of this fudge sickle okay i'm gonna do that to this fudge sickle <laughs> is that a pretty good description <laughs> god i would murder a fudge sickle right now yeah, I, I murder. I mean, now, I, would, I mean, eat. I want to eat one. I don't want to murder it. I want to. I would it. stick my spoon into it and then eat the. the I want to eat a fudge sickle from the middle to the outside. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. All right. <laughs> kick some ass. And I want to use precise. Strength. Ow! I dropped one. Where did it go? <laughs> You said Al before your dice even hit the Because I saw it fly. Actually, I'm going to use a different dice because these just failed. And it immediately hurt you. (laughs) It did. Everything hurts. Wait, are you re-rolling because you failed? No, one didn't even land in the box. It's a Farkle, man. Don't you know what Farkle is? We do respect Farkle rules. Okay. It is a... Seven again. Uh, okay, so you are going to inflict harm on one another. Um, I want to use precise strike. Can I do that? Do it. Okay, so I can use this to add harm. If not, I'm going to die. 
I'm trying the fudge sickle method. Oh, that's much better. That's a nine plus one, so it's a ten. So you stick Get your spoon into the center my... of this fudge <laughs> This is my siren song. This is it. The fudge sickle is calling to me. <laughs> and it explodes. Fuck yeah. I exploded something. You essentially rip your sword out of this thing in a way that just causes it to separate totally into just um, a bunch of different piles of crud on the ground. I exploded it. Now, remember, unless you dry, dry them, they can reform. But for now, you have killed it. And the, si- <laughs> and the siren is uh, now coming toward you. Uh, but Ray Ray, what do you do as you're fighting this other golem? So the fudge sickle was a golem, right? Yes, yeah, so <laughs> we didn't change yet. Yeah, these monsters are not fudge sickles. Just had and you s- and you saw how I just I didn't, murdered it. I didn't know if it was the the siren or the the golem. Okay, you should try to do what I just did. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to headbutt through the middle of it. <laughs> um. Is that a claw attack or a bite I, attack? I want to, I'm close to it, so I would like to use bite in some way, shape, or form, but through, like, the center. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you can bite it through the center. Roll, roll kick some ass. That is a nine on the dice, plus three. That is a 12. Okay, so choose one extra effect. I well, actually... Well, no, you get an enhanced effect. Yep, and I actually just don't want to take harm because that's the life that I'm going to start living here for a little bit. That's totally fair, and you obviously your bite does a hundred damage, so you bite this thing in half. Yeah, and it's, it's it's four. Uh, ignore armor. Yeah, it explodes. Cool. I'm satisfied with that. We high five. High five. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and then we both just look at the siren. <laughs> <laughs> the siren is set upon Sarah at this point. It it's reaching its claws toward Sarah. How big is the siren? It's human size. Oh, it's just so human it's size. Smaller than you, yeah. I could really heal. So Ray Ray, if you wanna <laughs> uh uh yeah, I'll have I'll, I'll have at the siren. Just I want to I want to try it well, while it's reaching its claw out towards Sarah. I want to smack its hand down and just smack it in the face. I think at this point it's close enough to Sarah that this is going to be protect someone. Protect someone. Okay. Plus two. That is a nine. Can I help out? Can I help him protect me? <laughs> I hold my shield up. I hold my shield up. I'm hiding behind it. <laughs> Just kidding. I know. I know it's dumb. I mean, I mean, it checks out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Roll help it out. It checks out. All right. All right. I don't know. She's got the shield. This could very much be like a... This is this is kind of reminiscent of a Bucky and Cap versus Iron Man situation where yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it Bucky is and, uh, or like Cap and Hulk <laughs> it is an eight okay uh, but you 
also expose yourself to trouble or danger. I think I'm already in danger. That's why I was like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's see what 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 do you pick for the extra effect for protect someone now that you have a ten, Ray Ray. Um, let's see here. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'll put all all danger on me. Wretch, mm, uh, holding the enemy back would probably be better, wouldn't it, for our situation? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would rather do you hold the enemy back. Yeah, okay, so here's what happens. You expose yourself to trouble or danger. Ray Ray protects you from being clawed at, um, but it does touch you before, uh, because you have to, like, you notice it like um, preparing for Ray Ray's grapple and you have to help him uh, do this or, you know, he's going to be in trouble. So uh, but because you do this, the the siren touches your arm for just a moment before uh, it's grabbed by uh, Ray Ray from behind and you uh yeah if she is able to touch the hunter with an attack or otherwise she, um she can take control of that hunter's mind god damn it you <laughs> feel your mind go blank of course and you feel yourself compelled to strike at ray ray with your sword this is this a tough move it's <laughs> a hard move is this because I tried to help someone protect myself <laughs> like a selfish asshole? <laughs> um, you know, I just want the siren to use its ability one more time before Ray Ray <laughs> smashes it into oblivion. Okay, so I need to roll kick some ass against Ray Ray. Uh, it's asking you to do something I assume is against your will. So yes, uh, why don't you roll plus cool? On a 10 plus, you shake off the compulsion and act as you wish. 7 to 9, choose one. On a 6 minus, you come to your senses later, having done God knows what. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's okay. I'm really good at knocking people out. It's an 8. Okay, so uh, choose one. Stand days fighting for control of your mind. Start acting as compelled, but stop yourself at the very last minute. Or harm yourself to regain control to harm ignore armor. I'm probably just going to stand there and chill. I'm just going to chill, man. I'm, I'm probably trying to fight it on the inside. Struggling I say, that, so sound, that, that actually sounds like a pretty chill option. I'd like to... That, that kind of sounds like a win there. I'd like to just kind of hang out here and not do anything. Yep. Just going to stand here. I can't heal. I can't help Ray. It's good. It's good. It's fine. You're feeling this thing's magic, its abilities uh, enter, like invade your mind. Uh, just in every part of you is screaming at you to stab Ray Ray with your sword. Um, but yeah, you're able to fight these urges, um, but it takes everything you have in this moment. It's, I've learned it from my devil possession, but now I am a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dazed. So should I bite this thing or? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Roll kick some ass. I'm going to bite this thing. 
That is a 10. Oh, you know what? I want to force them where I want them. Where's that? Well, I was already kind of putting it in like a headlock. Oh, I yeah. Well, you don't have to say it out loud. But I also (laughs) haven't done something in a very long time. (laughs) Uh, It takes four harm, right? Ignore armor. Uh, As you bite into it, holding it back off of Sarah. Uh, Sarah, before he is able to attack again. um, Oh, it still is able to. I forget it and kick some ass. It always hurts you. Yeah, Uh, it does claw you. It claws at your arms trying to get you to stop doing this. You feel it's uh, you feel a strange sensation all throughout you because you kind of like have your whole self kind of wrapped around this monster um, and it drains the energy from your body. Take one harm, ignore armor um, and it reforms slightly when it does this. Uh, Sarah. Before Ray is able to uh, attack the siren again, you are once again compelled to, you have to fight against this compulsion. So roll plus cool. Um, That is a 10. Nice. Uh, Then yeah, you finally are able to free yourself from this. So you can act here if you want. You see, I mean, like, this thing is, like, wrapped in crocodile creature. <laughs> Do you need any help, right? <laughs> he can't hear me. He I'm just, like, waving my arms, like, you need me? <laughs> what? My mouth is full. I can't hear you. It's <laughs> just back and forth for 10 minutes. Ray, what do you do? Oh, I think I'm going to call back an old friend and let out that good old gator roll, baby. Okay, kick some ass. Oh, that ass is kicked. That's a nine, mm-hmm. or that's not a nine. That's an 11 on the dice. So let's go ahead and make that a 10 harm attack. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It explodes. (laughs) You gator roll this thing and just body slam it to the ground in it. This fudge sickle goes everywhere. It's a fudge puddle now. Fudge puddle. Good, 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 good. So we're going to go back to Ari. All right, I'm here. The cap has left the room. It's all right now. You're standing on this stone platform that is uh, more or less submerged in water as waves are kind of crashing against the shore here. Jill has just accidentally shot her brother, Jack, who jumped in front to uh, to stop her from killing you for some reason. Um, and... Uh, Behind you, you hear a little bit of a commotion as the figures I talked about in the water are beginning to attack Marog. Ari, what do you do? Um, okay, I'm going to point my sword in that direction and uh, shoot out a burn everything on them. There is 
You said they're surrounding her, so uh, one of my options is three harm area magic, obvious. I was thinking if it, like, if I hit the first one and then it just kind of goes around in the circle, like, from one to the other, hitting an area instead of just one, but not hitting Merog if I succeed. Okay. Yeah, roll it. Well, my last roll was so good. Also, I just took a plus one in weird with my level up from failing that roll. So I have a plus three. So this should go a little bit better. It did. That is nine on the dice. Plus three is a 12. I imagine this just kind of arcs out like one of the bolts of lightning from the storm above hitting one of the trash golems and then arching to the next one in very angular blast like dark side's eye beams uh yeah your lightning kind of arcs around and hits several of these uh trash golems and um i think that some of them what happens is some of them kind of back off from marog as she is fighting them you turn back to jill and she is still holding um holding jack and she's uh talking to him softly i'm gonna crouch down so i am kind of in their space so i can talk to them amongst the storm jill i'm i'm so sorry i did not mean for it to end this way i i surely didn't think that he would try to get in front of me try to get between us i'm sorry you're you're sorry i am i just wanted to show you you still have a place. You still have a family, good fellow, no matter what he says, he is not your family. You you can step through that portal and you can be done with him. You can go back to your family. Good fellow buried my family, Jill, and it won't be long before he does the same to yours. You don't know one thing about me, Ari. There's still time. I would be happy to get to know you, Jill. Your brother's... I would consider him a friend of mine. She gives her brother, like, a hug, like, holds him closer, and says very softly in his ear, you can barely hear, Don't worry, Jack. I'll always come tumbling after. And then she throws him into the Atlantis passage and he disappears in the vortex that leads ever downward. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> I was waiting for that. What do you see at the end of all of this, Jill? Good fellow plans to tear the threads of reality as we know it apart. What do you stand to gain from that? The Prince of Pandemonium, he is... All he brings is chaos. There'll be no more families, there'll be no more hills, no more beanstalks to climb. He wants to end everything. Where do you fit in? Ari, you're doing a whole lot of talking. As if you even have a clue what you're doing here. Where do I fit in? Where do you fit in here, Ari? You don't want to fight me. That's fine. Pack up, go home, but don't bring my family into it. You're trying to tell me that Goodfellow is a threat to my family. Well, the only threat to my family I see here is you. 
I'm not the one that pulled the trigger, Jill. I think at that she pulls her gun out again, and she traces uh, like a small swirling pattern on the side of it, cocks it, and starts to it points it towards the water outside of the donut that you're standing on. I'm gonna try to force of will whatever magic she's doing and try to blow up her gun, or at least disable it. Okay, roll it. Four on the dice. Plus three is a seven. You asshole. <laughs> you tried to trick us. Uh, were you invested in my scene? I apologize. The drama. So I take one harm from the strain. Okay. Uh, what does this look like? I think her rune that she draws gets overtaken by green and it kind of overheats the chamber of her gun and makes it like pop in her hand. The blue of these runes that she was tracing on the side of her gun uh, is, yeah, like like you said, overtaken by this green. And there's like a small, um, not explosion, but like just kind of a pop of pressure between you and you each kind of fly away from one another. I'm going to try to take this moment to uh, spectacularly dive into the portal after Jack. The Atlantis portal? Yeah, where she threw Jack, right? Yeah, okay. And let me tell you, Ari executes a dive. 10 out of 10. (laughs) Yeah, then you disappear into the portal. I'm just so good at making friends. And I guess with that, we're going to go back to Sarah and Ray. Ray, Ray, and Sarah, you guys just took care of the siren pretty handily. You hear... At some point during the fight, you heard a gunshot ring out in the distance, though. Um, And you now hear some wild magical shit happening. Uh, What did you guys do? I'm going to start running towards the sound of gunshots. Yes, Ray will start running. Actually, (laughs) can I lay on hands real quick? I want to heal myself because I'm unstable and I forgot. Um, yeah, then roll lay on hands. Here we go. I'm so afraid. I'm just gonna die. Can Ryan or can Ray help me in any way? How much harm do you have? I have four harm. I'm unstable. And I just rolled a six total, which means on a miss, your aura causes extra harm. Is there a way that I could help? You have to sell it to me. I don't know. Uh, Ray sees some aloe vera over. (laughs) (laughs) So he'll go grab. Is it magical? He'll go grab some aloe to put on some of these scratches. (laughs) Um, I don't think that that's. Yeah, I can't think of a practical way that Ray can help with Sarah's magical healing. I was going to pick her up and, like, carry her to where we're going. I don't know if that's any help or not. (laughs) No, I think she's just going to have to take the harm here. So, yeah, Sarah, take another harm and... Ray sees me fall to the ground then because I'm (laughs) very hurt. Yeah, I, this these golden sparks kind of... It's a more subtle-looking version of the devil lightning, but it's 
it's golden now with your uh, new found usage of this power. Um, and I think it turns on you and harms you. And I think that you pass out. Goodbye. <laughs> so Ray Ray, yeah, you see Sarah slumped to the ground. And she looks pretty bad. She's bleeding. And you might, maybe finding aloe vera now is a good idea <laughs> to try and stabilize her wounds. It's probably half exhaustion, too. This has been a long day. True. Oh, shit. Actually, how'd we get here? We got here on the boat, right? Like on the police boat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we still near that? Yeah. I mean, it's out on the beach and you're kind of up in the woods, but yes. Oh, well, there's totally a first aid kit on the police boat. Yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, I'm going to take Sarah. We're going to go back to the boat for a second. Um, I think that this takes some doing and you see a few different things as you run out towards the boat. First of all, it now looks like at first you think it's farther out into the water, but actually it's right where it was. The water is just higher and the ground is rumbling and shaking. And you also to your right as you run back towards the boat. Uh, you see Marog in the water, and uh, there seems to be uh, now two larger things swimming around her. You can see fins uh, poking up out of the water uh, around her. Uh, and you see the stone, you know, portal. And uh, yeah, I think that's all you see. With all this information, I would like to set Sarah down and run into the boat and find the first aid kit real quick. Okay. Are you rolling medic? And yeah, I would like to roll medic on Sarah to try to help her out a little bit. Maybe there's a steroid shot in there, which isn't typically (laughs) in first aid kits. But at the very least, just some like, I don't know, ibuprofen or something. All right. Why don't you roll medic? This is plus cool. Mm-hmm. That is an eight, which on a seven to nine, choose one, heal two harm, or stabilize the injury. I think stabilizing is probably the best bet. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of patch up some of her more gruesome wounds and you get these smelling salts uh out and uh and kind of run them under her nose and uh sarah you kind of groggily come to here you're still in a lot of pain hey uh i i got a i got another situation out here that i think you should probably sit out of brb you're just gonna leave me here (laughs) I uh, don't think you want to go out there with me right now. So, yes, I'm going to leave. <laughs> okay. Please stay I just here. lay back down. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, and I will run out towards Marog. So, Ray Ray, you swim towards Marog, who is handily fighting off uh, two of these shark form trash golems. The smaller ones must have formed together to make this uh to make one of them and the other one you recognize it has it's the one that has that spine um that's made out of like some piping that you you know ripped Mm -hmm. right out of it but that one has managed to reform and rejoin the fight uh they both look to be harmed 
uh, but so does Marog. She's taken some hits. Her suit is ripped in places. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, yeah, I'll dive in and go for the biggest looking one. Or actually, I'd probably just go for the one that I know I've already, that I recognize. The one that you recognize, the one that you're going for, is like about to lunge for Marog. So let's have you protect someone here. Cool. Cool, cool. That is a 13. That's good stuff. That's very good stuff. That's quite Um, good stuff. And is that... That is advanced. Very nice. Well, Marog's already kind of your ally, but... Well, now she can't escape me. (laughs) (laughs) She falls in love with you. This is the love story everyone wanted. (laughs) (laughs) So both you and uh, and the character you're protecting are unharmed and out of danger. I think that you get in between these two kind of uh, gargantuan entities, and I think that you're able to just kind of you you blindside this this trash shark, and uh, you just shove it off of Marog. Um, and I think that she looks at you and she goes, um, "Let's go!" And she starts to uh, you run up to the platform, the stone platform, and you're able to get out of the water. Um, and these sharks are now, they now start to like circle the platform you're standing on. Okay. Uh, Sarah, is there anything you're doing after Ray Ray kind of swims away from you? What can I see from here? Um, you can see a lot of this happen. They are, I mean, it's storming, so you can't see details, but you see Ray Ray and you see his shape and you can tell him and Marog kind of fight these things off temporarily and they're able to get to the platform. Once they're on the platform, they're a little bit harder to see because that's a little bit farther away, just kind of right outside of the rain, you know, where the rain obscures things. But uh, you can tell that they are out of danger if temporarily. I'm too away from dying. So I'm just trying to decide if I should try to heal one more time or if I should just go for it and try to get this portal. Well, I I did choose to stabilize you so you could heal yourself. Yeah, but if she fails... Yeah, if I fail, I'm bad. just one closer to death. I also gave you some wild bites before we went on this adventure. Oh, God, Ray would kill me. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you come flying in, shooting laser beams out of your eyes or something, come on. Also... For a third option, you can just take some time with the uh, first aid kit and heal one. Boring. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. Okay, I will take a second to be boring and first aid myself, and I'm thinking maybe there's some sort of, like, steroid shot I can give myself. Adrenaline shot. Yeah, you do that, you heal one harm, and we're going to move back to Ari. I can't wait to have the blub blub sound on my voice. (laughs) I get so jealous when everybody else gets to blub blub. I've only done it once. Ari, you are plunging uh, deeper and deeper, and 
you eventually see the peaks of the buildings of Atlantis rising up around you. And uh, the water is a color that the natural ocean doesn't often look to you. Um, you know, it's like some aquamarine, very beautiful, very like bright color, kind of a phosphorescent kind of vibe going. Uh, and you start to sink towards the platform where the Omni typically uh, has been. As you get lower and lower, you see a, a bunch of people, like a crowd gathered. Why don't you read a bad situation? That sounds like a good idea. That is seven on the dice, plus two is nine. Hold one. No oh, good. What's the biggest threat? I think beneath you, you see a chaotic gathering. You see... Is it the gathering of the Juggalos? <laughs> Tell me. It's Not that chaotic. Atlantis has teamed up with the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something that would happen to Trip and Crits. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> Is that... That's the thing they say, right? That's a thing. That's a thing, for sure. <laughs> okay, good. Um... No, you see... <laughs> you just outed yourself as a juggalo, Ian. <laughs> Whoops. Oopsie. Um, Whoop whoopsies. <laughs> throw, the, throw all the fago away. <laughs> um, you see this kind of frenetic jumble of people beneath you. Um, a bunch of Atlanteans you can now see are gathered around Jack. They seem to be some kind of medical staff. But the biggest threat, I think right now their focus is on uh, on Jack. So the biggest threat you happen to, um, you hear the portal above you whir to life and kind of uh, flash brightly for a moment and you happen to glance back and you see Jill swimming towards you. I would like to try to use magic to trap her in place. Okay. Um, I am in a ocean of magical water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have a little bit of this Atlantic mag Atlantic, <laughs> a little bit of this Atlantis magic as like a part of my magic. And I want to try to create like a different current where she is in her current to try to keep her in stasis for a moment. So I can talk to Jack first. Awesome. Um, then yeah, why don't you roll use magic? I would love to. It's been a while since I've done just a regular use magic roll, I feel like. <laughs> Where is that page? There it is. Yeah. Never let them know your next move. I rolled five, eight on the dice, plus three is an 11. Okay. The current of the water swirls upwards to uh, just push jill upwards as she's attempting to catch up with you you see her uh, take her fingers and trace another rune counter spell on her gun and she fires it off into the water towards you but there's there's not a bullet um there's just sort of like little uh sporadic runes that just kind of weave their way towards you and you feel the current also grab you and pull you upwards. I'm going to try to force of will this effect, if I can. Okay, do it. 
That's three on the dice. Plus three is a six. Oh. <laughs> no, you, you still def. I mean, you rolled really good on your roll. She's still held mm-hmm. fast. But so know, am I. <laughs> far away from you. Uh, but I've kind of turned your move back on you here. And um, you're also kind of held where you are in the water. Sure. And she calls out to you. She says, what are you even doing down here? Stay out of my business. Um, your business is unfortunately affecting me and mine and thousands and thousands of residents of Golacochica, so... And that's back up there. What do you want with Jack? I was just... I didn't know what you were doing with Jack, and I wanted to give him the opportunity to go back home or stay with you. So you're going to let your world sink up there because you want to come down here and have a conversation with my brother? I mean, it was going to be quick, but I actually... uh, He does mean something to me, and I don't want to see him die. I'm sure you can understand. He ain't gonna die. I don't know what you shot him with. All right, well, are you gonna let me out of this spell? Are you... Are you gonna shoot me again? I could shoot you right now if I wanted to. You didn't take my gun. I know. I appreciate you not shooting me, really. Okay, I think on the count of three, we let each other out and then maybe float down there and have a conversation with your brother and... And then we can part ways. Do we have a deal? You know, if your friends up there succeed, mess up that portal, all of a sudden it becomes a hell of a lot harder for you to get home. I mean, you saw how I cut open a tear to your family dining room, right? You're pretty confident you can do that between Atlantis and the Overgrown? There's only one way to find out. All right. If you let go, I'll let go. Okay. Three. Two. Two. <laughs> gotcha. All right. I'll, I'll let it go. <laughs> she she also lets go. Uh, but what happens is you su- you suddenly plummet downwards as the spell ends and the force of it releasing you um just causes you to start sinking uh as if all of the momentum from you um swimming downwards had been building up this whole time uh but you look back to see how close behind you she is and she's doing the same thing uh but she is shooting back upward back towards the portal she's relentless isn't she Hey, I'm a fish that's just swimming through the ocean. Who are you talking about? Well, my friend Jill up there, she's shooting uh, at the portal. Do you, you want me to show you around Atlantis? Um, in due time, in due time. I can show you the world. Uh, I like you. I think you might be my new partner. <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid. I'm kind of turning into Kermit the Frog. Cram it. Cram it. We're going to go back to Sarah and Ray Ray. Um, Ray, you and Marog are back to back on this, uh, on the stone edge of this portal. Although the waves are now 
pretty violently whipping up. No part of the stone is exposed anymore, uh, and the water is up to your knees, and the buoyancy of this water is threatening to kind of push you back into uh, into where the sharks are circling you. Um, Sarah, you have patched up your wounds and shot yourself with an adrenaline shot. Uh, what do you guys do? What could go wrong? Does that work here? Can I use that here? Yeah, I mean, fair. You're you're still pretty close to death, and yeah. So yeah, you, I mean, it, what? Yeah, what are you doing? Are you just are you gonna swim? <laughs> are you gonna swim towards them? Are you riding the boat over there? What are you doing? I think I would. I'm going to get the boat as close as possible to the portal, which I know is kind of underwater now, but close to it. Yeah, I think that the boat is fully floating in the water now. I think that the water has risen high enough to where you can actually drive the boat and you start to drive it uh, closer to the portal. You do see as you get closer that these trash sharks are <laughs> circling <laughs> this uh, stone thing. I think it's pretty apparent to you that if you get much closer, one of them or both of them will start coming toward you. I'm assuming I can't reach down. Like my sword is not long enough to stab from the boat, right? No, and these things are about the size of the boat. <coughs> Jeez Louise. You 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 don't need to worry about stabbing the portal until you get past these sharks, because the shark could like okay. literally destroy this boat. Okay. Do you want to read a bad situation? Yeah, I was just thinking. It is a uh, 10. Oh, nice. That's hold three on read a bad. And remember, you get plus one as you act on the answers. Which we always forget. <laughs> okay. What's most vulnerable to me? As in... How can I harm them the most? The trash golems? Yeah. You see that they are both injured. I think as they circle the waters, uh, sort of rising and falling to where you can see them and then disappearing in the water, um, you see that they're missing large chunks. They're not as like fully formed as the one you saw uh, before <laughs> Ray Ray ripped it in half. So I think essentially the answer is that uh, these things are pretty wounded. Um, that being said, they're extremely dangerous. If you got in the water to fight these things, you would die. Would certainly <laughs> yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? Being like Marog. Yeah. And us. <laughs> I think. Getting out of here, I mean, I I don't think there's any way to permanently dispatch either of these trash golems, uh, being that it's raining and they are in the ocean. Um, yeah. So I think doing the deed and getting out is your best bet here, especially since you have to go all the way to Tallahassee and clearly Gullicochica is already starting to uh, sustain damage from this sinking. So you're saying we have to do the portal, but there's no way to really kill these things all the way. 
but we have to do the portal. <laughs> we have to slow down the portal. Yeah, I mean, so essentially in game mechanic terms, um, my countdown is all the island sinking further. Mm-hmm. And so, and that doesn't stop happening until you nix all three of these portals. Okay, what's my best way in? And I mean that as in my best way to get around these trash sharks so I can stabby stab the portal. Yeah, you look across the way and you see two sharks and you see two monstrous companions. So I think that your best bet to get to the platform and messing up the magic is like a coordinated effort. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Uh, like they they jump on these golems and try to survive while you get to the portal and get it messed up. Okay, good, because that was the plan. <laughs> and if I get close to death, wild bite to survive. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're going to get wet and wild bite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look towards Ray and Marog and shout over the loud din. <laughs> Ray, you, I need you to distract them. They're wounded. I just need you to hold them back so I can jump to the portal. Like, not in the portal. Like, I mean, to slow the magic down. <laughs> What do you want me to do? I want you to get one shark and Ray get the other. You're just saying, you're just saying a whole lot of words. Just, uh, okay, I'll go grab a shark. Yeah. <laughs> I'll dive in and grab a shark. You take one shark and I'll take another shark. Oh, Merrick's aren't singing now? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> snag, a, snag a shark. Uh, okay, Ray Ray, why don't you roll kick some ass? If that's what you're doing. Oh, I'm kicking ass. And consider that ass kicked. That's a 12. 12. Okay, uh, pick an enhanced effect. I would actually like to suffer no harm. That's probably fair. (laughs) Ever. I don't want to get cute here. So, Sarah, you see Ray Ray leap into the water and attack one of these sharks, the one that he previously had ripped in half. Um, And he kind of tackles it and plunges uh, underwater, and you see them disappear. Uh, You also see Marog jump in the water, and she places her hand out in front of her, and a rune appears, and a whirlpool begins to hold uh, the other shark uh, in place where it is. What do you do? All right, I'm diving in over the portal. Uh, yeah, okay, so I think this is a pretty well-executed plan. Uh, you are able to swim up as your companions battle the respect their respective shark, and you get up to the basically concrete platform. Can I stand on it? Yeah, uh, it's okay. a little bit tough because the waves are like, you know... Uh, you're standing in kind of knee-high water mm-hmm. that is tumultuous. Okay, I want to use my sword and start scraping at these ruins. Ruins. <laughs> there that it was is, ruins. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It really wasn't. <laughs> scraping at these runes. 
I want to draw some some dicks around this room. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's been a while since I made that joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you accidentally summon Dick Lantis, a completely <laughs> different dimension uh, where everyone transforms. Oh, take me to Dick Lantis. Is that what they call Boston? Into dicks. <laughs> Very funny. Very good. That was good. I have no reason to say Boston, but it was the first place I could think of. Katie, why don't you roll plus weird to mess up these runes? I'm going to give you minus one forward because of the water threatening to knock you off the platform. Well, nice. That's just mean. It's a four. Fuck. Use that last luck, bestie. Okay, I'll take the experience because I want to level up eventually, so I have to fail here and there. <laughs> so you swing your sword down to mess up these runes, and like, whereas before you swiped right through them and kind of like completely messed up the circuit, your sword almost like glances off them, like they seem to be resisting you somehow, and the momentum of your swing combined with a uh, abnormally large wave crashing up onto the platform uh, plunges you, knocks you off and plunges you down into the water over near Marog. Um, and yeah, I think mm-hmm. we're going to go back to Ari now. And I'm sinking because I have a bunch of fucking metal on me. It's magic metal. Yeah. It's mithril. <laughs> it's mithril. So Ari... Hey, man. You swim down and down to the Omni's platform. Is Jack there? Um, I think Jack has been brought into the building. Uh, he's being seen to. Um, I, I haven't really described this platform very well in the past, but I've always pictured it as... Um, I've, I have described the architecture in Atlantis as, like, modern meets classical, so... Picture you're on top of a like a skyscraper almost, but the top here, this platform has uh, Corinthian columns and the Omni is looking out over the city from the top of this tower. Is it kind of like if Avengers Tower was Greco? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. If Hercules owned Avengers Tower. Hello, you probably know me. My name's Ari Green. I'm looking for my friend Jack, who came through here. He's very nimble. He's very quick. Yes, Jack is being seen to by my medical staff. Is he stable? He will be just fine. He is protected by powerful wild magic, and our medical staff is top-notch. Best in the city. Not good. I was worried. He's, he's not going to be like turning into a squid or anything after, right? We usually restrict those privileges to citizens of Atlantis. Not good. Not good. Well, sorry for the uh, traumatic display above you. I did actually want to talk to you as well, if you could spare a moment. God, I just see the Omni as Jeff Goldblum in my head. <laughs> I pictured them more as like Dr. Manhattan, like just kind of featureless. Yeah, like a naked blue Jeff Goldblum. They're not naked. <laughs> they're wearing like flowy robes. 
but they have a very vacant expression on their face. It could be a bald Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, um, you, I assume know about me and what I'm trying to achieve, correct? I know that you are an obstacle to our survival. I've been called worse. I'm really not trying to stop your survival at all. I'm just trying to make sure that everybody else survives as well. I would love to help you enter the overgrown. I just don't want to kill hundreds of thousands of people on your way in. We have weighed all of the options, and there just is no more time. I can change this. I can I can harness the magic of the wild. I can harness the magic of Atlantis. I could create something new. I could create a place for you. I just need a little more time. And I know if I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to all of Atlantis. I just can't imagine that every one of you listening can cope with the weight of all the murdered innocents above. Let me say that there are many of us who think we should just resign ourselves to the fate that our choices have led us to. It was not an easy choice, even for an entity such as myself, that led us to our current course of action. But Ari, you are asking me to put the faith of every Atlantean in one man? No, I can promise you that I have help. I have those who can aid me in this. Even Calliope, if she would speak to me, she could help me. We could work together. My very blue friend up there is quite skilled in the wild magics, and I know that Calliope is brilliant. All of us together, we can find a place for you. We can keep everyone safe. And I'm not going to hide you away like Robin Goodfellow. And more than anything, this would piss him off so much. What would piss him off? What, did, what is your plan? I plan to draw him out by saving everybody in this situation. He wants chaos, and he wants death and pandemonium. I, I won't allow it. And then he will slip in his rage, and when he does, I will take him out. Why don't you roll manipulate someone? Uh, minus one. No! Yeah, you're trying to convince millions of people. At the same time, I know. I'm gonna roll, manipulate someone, and it's gonna be a good roll. I can feel it. I really hope so. (laughs) I can feel it in my bones. You say I have a minus one? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm sitting at minus one. It doesn't feel good to give you a minus one as a fan of your character, but I'm doing (sighs) it. 
that's fine. I'm just sending all of my good energy into these dice. You're doing a whole lot of math, right? Have you still not rolled the dice? No, I haven't rolled. I'm too. I'm honestly <laughs> okay. too afraid to roll. I thought you rolled it, and then <laughs> no, I was you like, "Are you trying this hard to subtract one from no, the numbers no. you see?" I'm heating up the dice in my hand so they roll hot fire. That is eight on the dice. Minus one is a seven. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now mm -hmm. to show that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. I kind of want to look in the future with them together. Ooh. Is that anything? If I, like, take their hand and we cast the bones through my glass to see what the future holds for us? I... I'm so afraid of scrambling to figure out how to narrate that. And I also, <laughs> also love it. So roll cast the bones. <laughs> we can take a look into what the future holds. I can show you the world. I can show you the future. Oh, the fish is back. He was <laughs> quite kind to me on my way down. I'm actually Ignis. This is oh. this is the form. It's like I, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, this is the form I take <laughs> when okay. we're in Atlantis. Oh. The Atlantis. <laughs> Ignis has been cramming this entire time. Okay, so I'm yeah, I'm gonna take out my mirrored glass and I guess put my hand on the arm of the Omni and cast the bones. Golly. Uh, that is eight on the dice plus three is 11. That is a success. Holy shit. Yes, it is. On a 10 plus, hold two. What can I gain from this person, place, thing, creature? And I think the Omni checks all four of those boxes. What part of the future are you looking into? <laughs> that's a good, that's my, that's my big question. This is what can I gain from this person, place, thing, or creature? So. What does us working together hold? Does that make sense? Like, what can I gain? I think that the Omni is, like, so still. Like, doesn't even flinch when you touch them on the shoulder. And you look into your glass together, and you see a prosperous future. You see the city of Atlantis, and the water is not the same color as this kind of like far off pocket dimension. It's more of like a, well, I don't know. I think it's tough to see what it is. It's just different. Um, and you see that the water that everyone's swimming around in isn't as, it doesn't look as water anymore. It almost just looks like, People are swimming through air. Everything's very clear and clean. Um, all of the war machines are gone. Uh, there's no sign of battle or um, or violence. Uh, and it flashes through these scenes of the city. And I think that you also see an alternate future where the city is vacant the air is air it's not water any longer it looks to be in the overgrown 
as if it has taken the place of Gullicochica as they are trying to do. Um, and you see that there are many signs of of battle scarring and ex- and magical uh, explosions, uh, str- like streaks of colors wrapped around buildings with holes through them. Uh, but then it shifts again, and you also see a prosperous Atlantis in the overgrown where Golokochiko should be. You see all of these futures, but you definitely see signs that, I mean, you and the Omni, you and the citizens of Atlantis definitely see signs that there is a sliver of hope that if you somehow work together, there there's an outcome where everybody wins here. Where did it go? Where was it prosperous? And where's that outcome? I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 it. <laughs> Sorry, I put us in a beautiful. I checkmated. <laughs> he he solved your puzzle. Wow. Yeah, that's a good that's a good question for this particular scenario. Ah. <laughs> Uh, there's not the sheet doesn't have how do I win the game as a question you can ask. That's below it, but I thought I would go with the <laughs> where did it go instead. Please give it to me now. I think that there aren't expressions on the Omni's face for you to read, but they are silent through these scenes that is are flashing on your glass. When it gets so doom and gloom, when you see these. Uh, potential, these negative outcomes, you try to, you know, you're manipulating this magic. I think you you try to push it back towards that initial scene of a prosperous Atlantis in a new place. When you do this and you see this idyllic version of the city where people are literally swimming through the air in a very clear everything is clean and wonderful, you get a better look at the water and the sky around it. You see that the color of it that I didn't say much about earlier is purple. Oh my god. (laughs) Are you are you referring to Seeb's pocket dimension? Uh, What I'm saying is that in this reality, in this outcome, Sieb has created a new pocket dimension for Atlantis to go. Why didn't we think about this? <laughs> <laughs> Good about that.
But what is this voice? What it? What was that? I'm trying to be a rooster right now. <laughs> <laughs>